0: welcome to another week's edition of good band bad band where we talk about two bands whose names sound similar but the music sounds different this week we're talking about me without you too i am jared
1: i am dax
0: caleb tyler and i will tell you guys because i'm pretty excited about this uh, I partnered with iTunes, and this episode is going to be downloaded onto everyone's phone. Wow! Isn't that <laughs> exciting? Um, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, yeah, Where would you get that idea? Uh, I came up with it on my own. That's what I thought.
1: No one will ever hate that.
0: No one will ever think. Everyone will love that you did such a thing. To call For that free dystop- you say? dystopian For free. dystopian rock and roll junk mail. Oh boy! No one would ever call it that. No, no, yeah. no. Well,
2: Never. guess what? it's
0: not online.
2: It's not on my phone right now. Oh, it's not? No. It's
0: not it's got to be released first.
2: No, I'm talking about the genesis of that idea. Oh, oh please
0: that. go we'll, we'll we'll save that. That's a little te- little teaser for the listeners. Maybe we'll come back to it later, but right now we're going to talk about Me Without You. Me Without You, a uh art rock post-hardcore uh what else would you call it? Poet, poets? Yeah, kind of. Spoken word. Spoken word. Yeah. spoken word style of spoken. music. Spokane, Washington? Spokane, Spokane. They're from... Maybe a
2: little post-rock, but not that much. I mean, Philadelphia. They are.
0: Do you like Me Without You? Yeah, you know that. I do know that. Yeah. You should Haven't know Haven't you that. guys gone to see them? I saw them last you, year. I think... T- Dax, are you the only one in the room who's never seen Me Without You? I think... I guess so. Yeah, that's what I thought. We didn't yeah. go see them together. Not together, we?
2: no. Remember, so. we recorded the night. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We recorded the night. I saw them.
0: That's right. Yes. Mm. Who did you see them with, though? They opened.
2: Cursive up. and Appleseed Cast. Well, you went for ah. the sake
0: of Cursive, though, right? I
2: went for Me Without You, but really? Cursive was a bonus. Oh. That's a good bonus. Me Without You was were the headliners that was their show, and Cursive oh. opened.
0: Okay. Here's an interesting thing to me when going back on Me Without You I have no idea how I found them. Oh, I know how I found how I found them. Was it Relevant Magazine? No, it was. Uh, so back in the day, I brought this up a couple times. I think I used to record music videos all the time and learn about new bands that way. So yeah, MTV, VH1, Fuse. I also recorded shows that were on. The uh, T, uh, TBN, is that what it's called? Whatever that, that station, that's the Christian station. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh. Tur- 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 it's not Turner, I don't think. I don't I know have, what it's called. I have no idea. But it, it was like the religious channel, but they would, uh, in various times, like Saturday mornings or something, they would mm. have Christian music on. So you would have... You know, Reliant K Ooh. and uh, Switchfoot and uh, Cutlass and things. And, that,
2: and you found me without you on. There? They, that's on so, there that's that's they so were on there because they were signed to Tooth.
0: Nah. Uh, I think they were signed. They a, were signed to tooth, tooth and, and nail. nail. Yeah. Yep. So that's how I think. I believe I found them. And then I was like, "Wow, this is way better than most of this other stuff that I've seen this far on the show." <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would yeah, say so. Probably the pinnacle of it, really. Yeah. Well, it's also odd because they're really not a Christian band. No, they're not. Like they, they Aren't have they a Jewish? lot of. They're, they're Jewish, Jewish by descent.
2: heritage, yes, but they're
0: they're actually Muslims. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm hmm. sure that the Christian station would have been thrilled to yeah. find out that information. <laughs> just absolutely, these, just oozing with. How, how did excitement. these
2: Muslim Jews sneak onto our channel? <laughs> and how we dare we did it they. to ourselves right. somehow.
0: <laughs> They'd be just delighted, but yeah, they use a lot of. Religious themes in their music a lot of their lyrical content is associated with and interested in the concept of religion Mm -hmm. But not necessarily just Christian themes they talk Mm -hmm. about Muslim themes They talk about Jewish themes they talk about a lot of different religions that they are interested in (laughs) And so it's odd that they it's also odd that they would be on tooth and nail to begin with Yeah, but it is kind of weird that that label has some bands that have that sound. Who was the Tooth and Nail band that we covered? Oh my! We've covered a Tooth and Nail band before. <sighs> I don't remember. I have no clue. I it was a good a band, bad band. I'm pretty sure that was signed to Tooth and Nail Records. I believe so. Yes. Uh, I don't think so. Hold on. Let, Let me check. Out. I'm looking right now too. Oh my! Oh, Harley yeah, we... Poe. Harley Poe was signed. Uh, to tooth Harley and Poe and nail. was briefly signed to Tooth and Nail. See, that's also yeah. weird, isn't it? Is that yeah. true? Yes. Yeah, I put that in the picture—a tooth and a nail. But well, I don't know if they were it actually was, signed to it. They're, is they're not on it was here. Is his first band? MXPX
2: is, was on there, isn't they're that pretty good? As well? one. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I like them.
0: Did MXPX have religious <clears throat> themes, associated <clears throat> <clears throat> themes associated with their music? Not that I knew of. Did, yeah, did, did kind they? of. Yeah, yes.
2: I was un- un- unaware.
0: I mean, it's kind of like more vague. It's MXPX or that... me without you. MXPX lyrical religious themes were more vague mm-hmm. me without use are using biblical imagery and other uh religious imagery mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily praise music right it's just like telling stories using biblical yeah uh, characters that you know from jewish from themes things yeah. like that yes. yeah
2: they, I've seen them say it's, you know, their music. It uh, I think they've said, you know, we utilize spiritual references, if you will, kind yeah. of situation. Uh, and not specific religious, you
0: know. Yes. Things. That sounds about right. I've seen them twice, I believe. I've only seen them once. But they. I might have only seen them. I can't. I think that I've seen them twice because my memory is that they were better the first time than they were the second time. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those things where it's. Because uh, we have a friend that is a very big fan of them. Yes, and um, he's actually performed uh, the the fox, the crow, and the cookie live once. Yes, he did. That but your was, friend did. Yes. Oh boy, it was quite a quite a show. But um, and he what was pre- I he say? performed it at a Christian venue. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, you can get away with that there, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know what you're going to play. They don't even ask. <laughs> as long as you don't say swear words or flip the the, the swear bird. bird, the old swear bird. But um, what was I what was I saying? Something about seeing you them. Saw them. you twice. saw them the
2: first time was better than the second time you recall. Well, he,
0: my, the friend of mine said I will come see them every time they come to town, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And then like the second time, I was like, I'm not so sure I would go every time. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: it's, that's it, a, that that's sense. unfortunate. They play. I saw them here in Cincinnati. And then the next night they were in Louisville and I almost went to Louisville because yeah. they were very good mm-hmm. when I saw them. And Supposedly they changed their set every day. Really? really? Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what a couple of people were from Louisville at this show and we're talking about it and we're going
0: the next day, of course, because they live there and that's what they said every show. They changed the set. I think I would go see them dependent on what they were touring on predominantly. So, like, well, they, I don't know I don't that, know I would that really... it matters, though, because I, I saw them I know, after true. the release
2: of this new album, and they did play songs on it, but they played, like, three or four, well, two or three ten-story songs, and they played some brother-sister songs, and they well, played actually, lots of different things. We have
0: brought them up before for another reason, because uh, he has done some music with Paramore, and we brought mm-hmm. we talked about them on Record Roundtable. So you have the song All Circles, pretty good song. With yeah, that is a pretty good Haley one. That's, Williams in there. that's
2: uh, That's a good one. That's ten stories. Mm-hmm. They played East Enders Wives, and I think they played Aubergine, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, from my experience, it doesn't really matter what you're seeing them touring. Mm-hmm. yeah, Because only like a third of the set would be made of a, of that at most.
0: Yeah, I because I know that I, preference-wise, like I said, I don't remember exactly when I, I found them. But I know that what I like from them is kind of in that catch-for-us-the-fox-brother-sister realm of things. I also liked Pale Horses quite a bit, but I didn't love Ten Stories, and I don't love It's All Crazy, It's All False, It's All A Dream, It's All Right. That's I think my favorite album. I know. I just don't. I don't love the the weird folk aesthetic they're going for uh-huh. on that album personally. I like I like their sound. It's just that that's my least favorite of
1: their sound. I love the weird folky stuff. Do you? That's my favorite.
2: I mean that album was kind of fun, but Ten Stories is. I think probably the... I mean, I just came upon him a couple years ago myself, actually. And Ten Stories, I think, was the first album I listened to. And I really like Ten Stories.
0: But it's still... I think it's a lot... It's still harder than the seceding album. Ten Stories? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely got a little bit... But it's still not, by any means, as hard as something like a January 1979 or a Nice and Blue Part 2. Or really anything from AB Life.
2: No, it's not. But it's... it's uh... It's not as folky as, to, well, I don't know. I guess I would probably have to go back and re-listen. Yeah, but I'm not sure it's as folky as. It's all crazy. It's all false. I don't know. The new one was kind of a re a refreshing Untitled. throwback,
0: almost in a way, for sure. I, I like as soon as you get to the opener on that album, because the opener is nine nine twenty seven a m seven twenty nine, yeah. which is just one of those like obviously they're doing something similar to ni- uh, to January nineteen seventy nine at that point in time. Right. That they're they're thinking of that song when they're making this song. I like
2: how they're well or you have February February eighteen seventy eight. Yeah. An opener as well with numbers. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I pre ordered the new one and the
0: E P that came with it as well. They're both pretty good. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know you have the I didn't know that you have the E P. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. They did announce that this year, two thousand twenty would be the final year that they would be an active uh, band. an active band. So at oh that point, had, if they do come around, we will probably have to go see them live at least one last time. Because I don't imagine I'm maybe they'll do like a reunion on like an album, but other than that, I don't imagine them doing a whole lot. Probably not. So they are definitely not one of the bigger X that we have covered. No, but we like them, and the name yeah. is fun. So who cares?
2: Yeah, and I don't. And I don't have. Um, you know. When I talk about, I've talked about them at work, and I've talked about them to some other people, and, and like people are familiar with them. Yeah. When I talk about them, I have a guy at work who used to listen to him a lot when he was uh, in high school, and he's not, he's younger than we are, so not that long ago. But uh, I have a couple other friends I know who, have, who are familiar as well. So I don't think that they're.
0: Well, see, like uh, we knew people growing up uh, through like a church and such that mm-hmm. knew them because they were signed to tooth and nail and they are right. like, Oh, right. we can listen to this music cause this, uh, God music or whatever. Thank goodness. But we, I mean like, so we know people that know them because of that. But if you take out, um, that aspect of it, I'm not sure how many people we know that actually know that, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I think yeah. that people know them because I've met people that know them, That's who they fair. are like friends and such That's
2: what I'm saying. But I don't I don't I don't know them through from reli- for religious purposes. Exactly. Right. So uh, obviously And I don't you, know me without you for that purpose. I didn't even know when I first found them and started listening to them that they were affiliate they were supposedly so would, affiliated.
0: Well, they um, are affiliated. It's not supposed I mean they're signed to a label that is religious and they have Yeah, but they don't they have no claim to be a that. religious band. They wouldn't sign they I mean they did
2: I'm not the, I mean, I've watched interviews, and they've always yeah. been like, I mean, they're Muslims. They're Muslim
0: Jews. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I don't know how much, you, I don't think you can really.
0: Well, I, I just read a quote that said, that the path to God is through Jesus Christ. And? So that's what they were saying, that that is the path. So what, there aren't very like like many Muslims, Muslims that excuse
2: me. believe in oh, gee whiz.
0: that. Ooh. What? What? What's happening?
1: Why are we know. oohing? I don't know. It's fun. Don't mispronounce
2: no. words. That hurts people.
1: Muslims. Muslims.
0: <clears throat> oh
1: boy. It's offensive because they can't eat cows. You see. That's I didn't right. do that bit. That's a different bit. Okay. okay. Don't associate
0: old. that bit with me. So anyways, even. so anyways, how about that that music stuff, huh? That that music's pretty. Pretty different from what you hear from most other bands. That their their spoken word style of vocal delivery and their eclectic two instrumentation. brothers,
2: Aaron. I think the the vocal delivery mostly comes from him being awkward. He's a pretty awkward dude. He seems very awkward. He is. When I saw him, the lights were too bright, and he was trying to tell them that they're too bright, and he doesn't like having to see the audience wow. uh, <laughs> when he's up there. <laughs>
0: and he's like, "Can you turn all of these lights off? Just all of them?" I would, li- oh, I would like. I would like to be alone.
1: Yeah. That poor fellow.
0: What would be a good song, because really we've only played just like that little... Yeah, we haven't played a little, single thing. That right. little itty-bitty clip without any vocals. What would be a good, in your opinion, like track section to really exemplify the way that he delivers vocals? Either Nice and Blue Part 2 or January 1979. Yeah, I, I would agree. Mean, they're pretty... <laughs> those are, I mean, those are two pretty standard bear yeah. songs by them. Let's do 1979. January 1979. It's just, it, you don't hear a lot of other acts who do a vocal delivery like that. I can only think of really two, two bands that come to mind that do a similar style of like spoken word post-hardcore. One of them being Law Dispute, and the other being, what's the band, Jared, that we went and saw live at Be Here Now that does the same style? Listener. Listener. Thank mm-hmm. you. Other than those two bands, there's really not a lot in that spectrum of music. They have a pretty, they have a pretty, like, unique, distinct sound, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. Yeah, the lyrical
2: choices are pretty interesting, too, really. Outside of the, you know, biblical references, his vocabulary is pretty, Mm -hmm. like, interesting.
0: I would agree. And they have also, I mean, they're very clearly intelligent people. Yeah. Like, if you take, if you take the fox, the crow, and the cookie, that comes from, like, an old proverb.
2: Yeah, right. The reference, the references, and the the lyrical inspirations, and then, and then of course just the the words themselves, and they wait, and the delivery allows them to like twist turn into themselves in an interesting
0: way. Yeah. We got any haha funny moments about me without <laughs> you? I put a song in the uh, playlist that's a nice little cover. Oh there. yeah, I think we've talked about this. I think we talked about this on the Nirvana episode. No, I don't think we did. I, oh think talk, I think we I think we talked about it on the Nirvana episode. I don't know because I I wanted to talk about Nirvana covers on that episode. I remember us like talking about covers, but I don't know if we played this cover. It's been long enough. Who cares? Mm-hmm. So this is a uh, this me without use cover of In Bloom. Sal so, the kids.
3: Weather changes mood, spring is here again, reproductive glands, we could have some more. Nature is a whore, bruises on the fruit, tender age in bloom, he's the one who likes all our pretty songs, and he likes to sing along,
0: he likes to shoot his gun. Not the kind of sound you'd expect from a Nirvana song. Uh-huh. Not
1: at all. He sounds like someone. I'm trying to place it.
2: I don't. I, well, everyone wants to cover that song. That's fun. Breed is worked.
0: better, but. You would go down that train. Whatever. You? Speaking of favorite songs, we don't usually do this on Good Band, Bad Band. Do you guys have a favorite Me Without You song? Probably The Fox, The Crow, and The Cookie. Is it?
1: Pro- probably.
0: Yeah. Mine is. Do you have one?
1: What what is that music video we watched the other day? Which one is that? The Fox, the Crow, the okay, Cookie. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: is that yours same. as well? It's got a good video. If anybody's interested in seeing the video for that song, it's definitely worth checking out. Mine
2: is, uh, in it's it's I'm torn. I think between Cardiff Giant and Elephant in the Dock, both ten stores.
0: Songs. Ooh, interesting choices. Interesting choices. I think that my favorite song is probably a glass can only spill what it contains. Mm. That's a pretty good me without you track right there. I mean really brother sister that whole album is a phenomenal record in my personal opinion. Like that's it's their, good. that's their best.
2: Well, that and A to B life are kind of the two that I hear lauded the most, I think.
0: That seems fair. No, a lot of people don't people don't usually go back on A to B life as much as they do other albums right. though. So, it's it's definitely one of the more lauded ones, but is not necessarily one that as many people frequent. The Angel of Death came to David's room. is very good as well. Mm. I like that song a lot. It's, it's a good story, you know. That we... mm-hmm. Let's let's play actually a little bit of that one, just because I think that that helps exemplify the kind of weird folk direction they went down. Too
3: soon, Angel? No, I think you come too soon. It's not my time to go. Sorry, friend, I put your hand in mine. I'm sorry, friend, I put your hand in mine. But good angel, don't I get a warning sign before it's my time to go? Come now, David,
0: where's your grandma? Definitely very different, that album. It gets really into it later on in the song. He's He's really going after old David. Oh, he's coming for you, David. He's giving it to him. You better watch out, David, because he's coming. He's coming. Do you have anything else we want to say about me without you at this point in time? Were we gonna play the Fox, the Crow and the Cookie? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> nobody had mentioned playing it, but we could. I, I thought that was the whole point of asking what some what their favorite songs were. No. Was that just was just insane. out of curiosity. Oh. Yeah. It's this thing that I like to call filling the void.
2: You want to play <laughs> some of it?
0: Well, we both said it was our favorite. I thought we were going to play. I didn't know we were going to do it. Well,
2: you either. chose. You just chose a different one to play.
0: No, he. He. I said I liked it, and he said, "Let's play it." I. I if I knew, I wouldn't have said anything, I would wanted <laughs> to hear the fox with <laughs> cookie. I thought, you fell right. You void. fell
2: into his trap, Jared. I'm trying to fill the void. He try He snared. We got to give the listeners a reason
0: you. to go check out that music video. He
2: ensnared you.
0: Come on, think about it.
2: Yeah, play my song. Which one? Elephant in the dock. You got it.
3: Hillary stalks at the gallows tree dock. The crowd grew impatient as the clouds threatened rain. Elephant arrived at the constable's side with her trunk locked in shackles and her ankles in chains. All rise, all rise. His honor presides.
2: See, kind of folky, but still not as soft folky.
0: They really, I mean, it really was just a huge shift on It's All Crazy. Yes. And then they progressively came back to where they were. They kept the folk influence on Ten Stories, but they, you know, returned to some of their more eclectic sounding music, came all the way back mostly on Pale Horses, and then... Committed all the way with Untitled. Yeah. Well, and Untitled is really kind of their almost return to post-hardcore-ish. Yeah. Right. But, like, I mean, we, like, the first two albums are definitely post-hardcore. Yes. And also, you know, like, the, the poetry, things like, not as folky, obviously, but all the, the lyrical kind of stuff has been constant throughout. The, That's the, true. The it does remain. Yeah, it the remains l- pretty... lyricism and the wording and things like that. So, yeah. It's true.
2: It does pretty much stay in. A
0: test of time. Thanks. Speaking of time, I think it's time to shift over to you, too. Great. Yeah. A synopsis of how most people on this show feel about You 2
2: I like Joshua Tree. Do you? I like three of their
0: albums. What albums do you enjoy from You 2 Boy, War, and Joshua Tree. I could see you liking Boy. I could probably yeah, see you liking War. Yeah. I could kind of see you liking War, but I'm a little surprised that you would like Joshua Tree.
2: It's pop. It's, it works. It's pretty pop, yeah. I have the Joshua Tree singles, 10-inch. Some special release when they for the anniversary. My buddy got it for free. He gave it to me. I was like, "Thank you." Huh? It's decent. It means I don't have to listen to the parts I don't care about on Joshua Tree. Just the parts I like. It's a
0: good deal. Is it all the anthems that you have?
2: It's that song, and I think it's I think they've got side. I think it's four singles. With or without you? Yep. With or without you? And but I think it's four singles. One side is the original release, and one side is some other version.
1: No. I also have all the songs that I care about on vinyl.
2: None. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not a one. That's fine.
2: That's the only thing I have, and I got it for free. So, you know, I'm not, I didn't say I'm willing to buy anything.
0: That's well, fine. you don't have to buy it. It's free on your phone. That's so true. Oh, boy.
1: You know how mad I it's would be if now, I looked like at I my said. phone and it just showed up? I God. did. I
2: watched the keynote for that. Yeah? Yeah. Because at the end of the keynote, they're like, everyone's going to have it. And I'm like, no. Don't. Where, <laughs> you wrote a terrible song about Joey Ramone. It's horrible. It sucks. You, you brand, you, his name is... Bam. You burned it right down. Did they announce... All this legacy of his.
0: Did they announce that in the lingerie section of Kmart? <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. Oh. But wait, no. No, that was a different thing. What was no. that, Jared? The, the entire tour that they went on? Was it Zootopia? The Pop Live tour they announced... That They were going to be doing that tour, that lingerie section, zoopa. They should, they were ahead of their time with Zootopia, huh? Yeah, how do you say that? How do you say that? Is that right? Zoo Ropa? Well, I gotta look at it. Z O O R O P A.
2: Well, how I don't know how else you would say it, I suppose.
1: Zoo Ropa, Uh, -ropa. I think you've nailed it. Don't say it like that. Hold on now, don't (laughs) say it like that. Be a little careful (laughs) with your wording
2: there. Yeah, watch out, pal. Goodness, (laughs) calm down. (laughs)
0: Anyway. Yeah, well, they did start off with like a post-punk sound, which I find mm-hmm. surprising. Yeah, most you, people probably would. If you go back to those albums, because I listened to a little bit of Boy and a little bit of War just to kind of like orient myself. Because really, most people are not as familiar with those albums mm-hmm. as much as some of their Separate Except, for one,
2: except for one song. From War?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But. Name it. it.
2: Sunday Bloody Sunday? That's a good one. Yeah. It is good.
0: That is probably, yeah, that's the one, so. But you don't, you don't listen to their music and think, oh, yeah, they went in a post-punk realm of things. But at the same time, if you listen to their music, you wouldn't think that they have no musical talent either. Well, or that they started no. with no musical right. talent. Yeah, you rather. wouldn't think that. Well, they were like 14 years old, though. So. I
2: know. Travis. I was reading. Oh, go ahead. Travis is the one who mentioned, because I, like most people, was like, you two sucks. And I would never listen to their earlier stuff because I wouldn't care. You wouldn't think that. You no, would I wouldn't care think now. I would care. And then Travis is like, "You should listen to Boy because it's really like a post punk type thing." And I'm like, "Because I, I bought Joy Division, some other stuff.
0: They were inspired by Joy Division. Good. I know. Which again, I would not have thought. No, you wouldn't think
2: it. You wouldn't think it.
0: You wouldn't sit around thinking that YouTube band sure did go for a Joy Division sound. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. So I don't because they they have they have themselves and understandably so have described themselves as a live act. Because well, a lot okay. of their that is music is
1: such a cop out, though. Kind of. The, well,
0: a lot of their music is very anthemic, yeah, and it the is. idea is that it's kind of a performance. Yeah, it's, it's kind like of like mellow.
2: It's like Mellow Queen. Mm. Mellow Queen. I will admit that I wish I had seen them during that Joshua Tree tour because I just heard that it was. Even if you don't like you two, I heard it was amazing. Yeah, the performance I heard that was amazing. Well. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I wish I had went as well. Mm. Uh, originally, you two were known as the Larry Mullen Band. But he said about 10 minutes after Bono walked in, it blew away any chance of him being in charge. Yeah. Then they changed it to feedback because it was one of the few technical terms that they knew. Wow.
1: Doesn't that make so much sense, thinking about their music? That they don't know Jack? (laughs) Yeah.
2: I don't know because then you look at Sting and he's like... A knob twister guy he knows he's a just, lot of stuff he just puts a guitar signal in to a giant rack of uh effects and then just twists a bunch of knobs
0: he's just a reverb guy
2: he is a reverb
0: guy for sure
1: i mean you two just put puts their guitar in plugs it in turns a bunch of knobs and then they just scream at their guitar i imagine i don't even know if they touch it they just smack it against something
2: they just put their face up to it and yell
1: yeah Dax, would you like to
0: elaborate on your feelings about U2? Because I, I know at this point you've just you've just kind of made
1: comments that allude to your feelings on U2. I don't like U2. Is there a reason why? No. No, I have just there, there's do you have one band that just for some reason you just hate everything they do? Yes. It's you, not a
0: band, but yes. It's called U2. For,
1: for U2?
2: It used to be that way for you for me too. Me without oh, yeah. you. hashtag me without you too hashtag <laughs> me too for those of you who want to stand up for everyone's rights and don't like you too me too you too me too you too
1: <laughs> oh boy let's
0: get it trending everybody that's oh, not, yeah, yeah. I um, don't want that. I don't who, want that trend at all. It, trend it. Oh, I know. Never mind. Hashtag Q2. The group of yours is Fleetwood Mac. And, yes. And the it artist is. of Caleb's is Eminem. Correct. Amundo. Who is mine, in your guys' opinion? I like,
2: think I could choose a pretty. Swans. I think,
0: yeah, I guess I could choose a handful, really. <laughs> I think it's Swans. It was
2: whatever. He doesn't like Fugazi either. So there's another one. You
1: have one for me. It's probably Swans. I mean, that uh, makes sense. Anything that's not pop
0: punk. No, that's <laughs> not true. You know that's. not I true. know that's not true. When I listen, just like giving you a hard
1: time. When I listen to you two, I just get anxious. I hate it so much. You that much? I can. I don't. Before I even know it's you two, I can hear it on the radio, and I'm just like, oh. No, chills. that
2: doesn't even make sense. Because the moment you hear you two song, you know it's you two, even if you don't know it. That's true. Then you're just like, and then you make that face, and yeah. then when people ask you why, you're like, it's you two. You 2 No, like, this song just. This is the first time it's ever been played, and you're like, I already know them.
1: They yeah. don't make music. They just make unsettling feeling. That's all it is.
0: Man. Coming at you too hard today. They're <laughs> not
2: very good outside of three <laughs> albums.
0: I like songs outside. from later albums. I don't I've never You like Vertigo? Later albums being eighties, nineties, or two thousands. Uh not two. Th- Not 2010s. Okay. Or like 2000... When the free album came out, nothing from that that I can think of. Um, Songs of Innocence? Yeah, not that one. So the first thing that I think of the recent U2 that I remember is Mm -hmm. uh, Vertigo from How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Yep. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, things that I liked... In 2000, they had a song called Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out Of. And I liked that song. And then Beautiful Day is a pretty decent, it's like a a decent pop rock radio song. It's just not like a good U2 song. It's just a dumb, like, song that comes on the radio where like they play it at a baseball game and you're like, all right, I guess I know what this is.
1: You want to know what my favorite U2 song is? I don't think. Oh, yeah, 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 I do. It's uh, The Saints Are Coming. And that, that that's U2 and Green Day. And it's one of my least favorite Green Day songs. And well, that doesn't
2: count.
0: No, it does count.
1: It certainly does. And we're going to play on. it here now.
0: You two and Green Day. The Saints are coming. For listeners, I would like to clarify that Bono is, in fact, singing on that, but all you yeah, can hear, Billy J- because yeah. his voice is just so, well, just drowns out everything else that's going on. When you basically scream you know where you that sing. song was recorded? Where? Guess. See if you can get it. No, you're not going to get it. Thanks. In the lingerie wow. department not, of a Kmart. Not, no, <laughs> no. No, because was... all
2: the Kmart's closed by that point. Maybe a Target.
0: Oh, okay. No, that was in 2006. They were still open.
2: Yeah, a few of them. That's true. A few were still It was open. recorded
0: at Abbey Road.
2: The Abbey Road Studios? Yep. Gross. Huh. Why, what a waste of Abbey Road Studios time.
0: That's For, certainly not my... Uh, Produced by Rick Rubin.
2: Gross mm-hmm. again.
0: That's certainly not my least favorite U2 collaboration. And one would think that I would like this collaboration, but I absolutely despise the song XXX oh. by Kendrick Lamar. Not good. I want to I wanna play just the part of U2.
3: Alright kids, we're gonna talk about gun control. Pray for me. Yeah.
1: Just imagine a band being so bad. Yeah, they make Green Day look good and Kendrick Lamar look. Oh, well, Green Day
2: used to be good.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think that I made
2: Kendrick Lamar so. look that bad. That wasn't that bad,
1: really.
0: Yeah, I don't think that was that bad. Does it make you feel worse if I told you that they don't ripped tell that me. entire shut verse? Your fa- shut your mouth. From a U two song yeah. that Kendrick Lamar is also on, called "American Soul." I don't want to talk about it anymore.
3: For one day, they will. Have to stand up to themselves. Blessed are the lies, for the truth can be awkward.
2: That sounds like a worst Queens of the Stone Age song. Now let me ask like a you. A bad Queens song.
3: What
0: year was that U2 song released? 2016. 17. What year was Damn released? 2017. They, U2, two, took the same verse and put it in two songs. Well, what, in the same whatever. year.
2: It's a sample. It's a sample.
0: Of themselves?
2: Well, Kendrick sampled well, them. You know, John Fogerty said, that... you
0: cannot plagiarize yourself.
2: If, I think they just did a swaparoo where Kendrick's like, "I'll be on your track, you can be on mine, and we're not going to pay each other."
0: But Bono could have come up with a new idea for XXX instead you, of just taking something know. he had we already written. We I don't know.
2: We don't know their mindsets. We don't know what it was. I like. got
0: a question. Do you like that better or worse than Kendrick Lamar's uh, song with Imagine Dragons? Don't do that to me.
2: I don't want to be done that to either, and I'm not even the one who's presenting any of this.
0: I'll, I'll take I'll take the U2 Kendrick collaboration. Okay. Over the, the Imagine, Dragons. Imagine Dragons?
2: That's what I would do yeah. too. Probably. I like yeah. that. that
0: one. Did you ever hear that? You know what I'm talking about? Where they performed yeah, it live, listen. that thing? Oh, that's, that's quite a thing.
2: <sighs> but they suck. I, I once left an Imagine Dragons concert. It doesn't so, matter.
0: So, some things about U2. They're, They're from Dublin.
1: W- they are from Dublin. Ireland, yeah. if you will. Uh Bono is a John Lennon wannabe.
2: Okay. He's sure. a working
1: class hero. It's something to mm. be.
2: He's also the largest stack of poo.
1: Hey, he is, that's true.
2: He holds the record.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this bit? I don't know this bit.
2: It's a South Park it, reference.
0: Oh, come on. come on. Don't bring South Park into this world. Well, We're better than that. Bono
2: is a regular on that show, you know.
0: Well that doesn't surprise me any any little bit at all. He's also on the Simpsons.
2: Has he ever done any solo work? I'm not convinced that he could exist outside of you two.
0: That's a good question and I I I, I didn't see anything that he had done solo-wise, but I also could agree that I don't know that I could see him outside of you two.
1: How sad is it that Bono wants to be the John Lennon but like the the John Lennon after Yoko ruined him? Yeah, he wants to be later John Lennon. Yeah, he wants to be not late good, John Lennon. Not good
2: John Lennon. I don't like John Lennon anyway. I've never liked him. Which means I definitely... I don't like Bono
0: already. As much as we have spent the majority of our time speaking about you two just speaking poorly of YouTube. two... I
2: said good things to begin. I started it off with good things.
0: I would like to praise them for their philanthropy okay, and their sure. ability to... Sure. care about the world around them right their ability
1: A lot of... to make people think that they care
0: oh no because they definitely haven't done lots of concerts where the funds have been gone have gone to Benefit important concerts. beneficial things for the world they have i okay. they don't trust it was he on we right are AID. the world i think he was no he was on live aid and band-aid, live aid. Oh, Band-Aid.
2: Yeah. wasn't that who, who's yeah never mind doesn't
0: matter. He should have been, had he, he had been a bigger band. artist at that point in time. But I don't think that he is... Didn't
2: he have something to do with Product Red as well? did he have something to do with that or I believe so, yes. Was he on Farm Aid? No. No, he was, not, was not on with, Farm That was Willie.
1: That was Willie. Uh-huh. Willie. He's not country enough for that. No way. But Well... Wow. Oh. I was just going to say... <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> that's, that's hearsay. Because in, in 1987, U2 was on their Joshua Tree tour and they went out on stage performing as the Dalton Brothers. This is a little bit of that.
3: There's a little tune uh, I wrote back down south. There's a tune by the name of Lucille. I hope you like it. hope you like it. Oh, Lucille Come sit you right down with me Stay tonight the sets you free. I know our love.
1: How bad of a musician do you have to be to not even be able to play country like that?
2: Well, his voice is just not set up for it.
1: <sighs> he is from Dublin. He so is.
0: they debuted that in Indianapolis, Indiana, and my mother was at that concert. Oh, no. Really? She did not know. Nobody in the crowd knew. That it was them, so they it was basically originally started as a prank. You're telling me all oh, oh, that's bum- so they all you claim gotta do is put a hat on him and people don't. Let know me tell to this story to you real quick because this is the story my mother passed down to me, and she's very I've I've known this story for as long as I can basically remember anything about YouTube. So, they were there at the concert. My mother was there. Her friends were there. I believe my uncle was there as well. I think it was Donnie actually, okay, a, a former member of the Record Roundtable. Alumni, I guess he is still an alumni, but so they they went out on stage and said that you 2 they were running late, and they had an opening band, a country band that came out to perform, and so they went out <laughs> as the Dalton brothers and performed, and everybody was very confused, I don't think they were very happy either, and then... Uh, they play a full set? I don't think it was a full set. I, I'd have to... The video's at least seven minutes long. Well, th- that was from something else. They debuted it in oh, okay. Indy. They did it in Argentina. They did it uh, a few other places. Yeah, but it went over real well in Argentina. Uh, yeah. Don't cry for me. But I guess uh, in an interview, uh, The Edge was talking about it, and he recalls an old prank, is what they, they call it. And this was article was posted in 2017, probably in like uh, trying to promote their mm-hmm. show for the Joshua Tree Tour, like going back and talking about it but um, his said, uh, we basically just put together the Dalton brothers in about a half an hour. Most of that was spent getting the clothes, right? It was about five minutes spent on rehearsing the music. Well, that sounds buff. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that that's how sense. the YouTube band sounds. It's on out.
2: par for the quality of that song.
0: But, uh, but yeah, so that's it's, I don't know if they have a, um a clip of that specific performance or not Um, from that, but, yeah, they did. A, you, that's a, a Hank Williams uh, cover, is Lucille. And then they also did a Lost Highway. I think they must have only done two songs. It looks like because I don't see anything else that they mm. performed. So they must have just came out, did two songs, and went away. But nobody knew it was you two. How could you? Although, with that note that he hit, where it sounds exactly like Bono, yeah, you got to be like, well, wait, sounds different, yeah. But I don't think you'd be like, well, that has to be Bono up there in a giant beard. It's like uh, Gordon Ramsay up there, huh? <laughs>
2: Well, sometimes old, old people brand. try to do it. When I saw Dodi a few weeks ago, oh, the band that opened for him was just the same band, but they came out in jumpsuits and and uh, balaclavas, i.e., ski masks, and they played one song that lasted the entire thirty minute set.
4: Hmm.
2: And they make it up every night. Oh my! And they come out and play their real set. Hmm.
0: Yeah. What a, what a way to really, you know, find an up and coming band yeah, to make, you know, a local hero perhaps to yeah. open for, for him. I know. Instead, he just goes out and then hogs an additional half hour. Yep.
2: <laughs> it's true. Well, a lot, there was quite a few older people there too, who must've been soul coughing fans. And they were like, and I was up towards the front and a lot of the old people were there too. And they're like, we're not, they didn't leave cause they are like him. And they just stood there for all of it. And when it was over, they turned around and walked out, walked away. And they attempted to figure out what was happening.
0: I also found a cover that uh, U2 did for their album, Octung Baby. It was on the deluxe edition where they covered uh, CCR. A couple of weeks ago, we co- we talked about them. It's a fortunate song cover.
2: That sucks.
1: This is why you can't trust anyone who's famous. Because once you get famous, <laughs> no one will tell you no. Like, they they approached people with this, and they're like, hey, is this a good idea? And everyone was afraid to be like, that's a bad I idea. I don't think
2: they did. I think they probably just recorded Because it. it's on the deluxe, which means they recorded it, and someone's like, that's not going on the album.
0: Mm. It's also pretty alarming that that came out 10 years after their their inception. So,
2: you know... That was pretty terrible. really. They're,
0: they're pretty famous at that point, so they had enough people, perhaps a Brian Eno, who could have said, "Maybe don't do that." Yeah, indeed. Well, another cover that I discovered a few years ago, actually, on the I believe it was in 2014 or so, something like that. It was a bonus track, a hidden track, if a, you will, a hidden track on. The, it was. Uh... It was the Disturbed Asylum album from 2010. Who would have thunk that that would not be the hit song? Instead, it was the Sound of Silence for Disturbed.
2: Right. Well, they didn't ruin that one as Imagine, much as Sound of Silence.
0: Well, you know what the Sound of Silence was? Was the, that it was a hidden track. It was. How about that?
2: It was. Huh. We did a poll at work. This has been a while back of uh, top covers that are better than the original. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Sound of Silence was on. It listen.
0: Ooh. Oh, my. I was Somebody not happy. That? Yeah, my cousin said so. <laughs> that. I bet they said Land of Illusion, too. No, but he did
2: say... That's um, a good cover. Oh, he said... <sighs> That's what he said. What did you say? I said... Okay, I got shut down very quickly. I said, Devo... Uh, can't get no satisfaction. Oh my sucker got shut down. Wow. Real hard.
0: That's a bad idea right there. I said, you, you can't make such a I like the car's claim better. I
2: know uh, we did. Uh, whatever we said. Well, one that I said that we ended up being the top was uh, hurt. Of course, of course, which is not better, but is definitely, I don't know that it's not better. It's equally as good. Yeah. Uh, you could
0: argue it would be better and you would not be incorrect. Right, in the argument. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, he put in, he they also had on there whiskey in the jar, the Metallica cover. Bad.
0: What about? Did they mention Personal Jesus? No, okay. that's a good one though. by Manson. Yeah, yeah.
2: Johnny, Johnny Cash also did. Oh, that's true. The cover did. of that.
0: Speaking of Johnny Cash, he recorded a song with you too. The very last track on, uh, I think, the zoo something what the hell is that song Z- zooppa i don't think it's that one though well that's what you no, keep saying it, it actually was on hey, yeah it was Zouropa. It was there the, the last track on zooppa is called the wanderer and the thing obviously johnny cash enjoyed that version that he did with them because it was on his greatest hit cd that i owned i got it for christmas uh a very long time ago it was basically my introduction to johnny cash like i it had to have been around 2005, probably maybe even earlier than that, because I really enjoyed Walk the Line, and I after like the movie, know, Yes. yeah. Coming into Walk the Line, I wanted to learn as much about Johnny Cash as I could, and so I got the Greatest Hits for Christmas from my parents, and uh, so I enjoyed like all the early stuff, Walk the Line, Folsom Prison Blues, but then like once you got later in his career and you got uh, his uh, Won't Won't Back Down cover. His uh, hurt cover, hurt cover yeah, all of all the
2: American recordings,
0: yeah. The American recording stuff, all of that was really good, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's incredible that you can look at a song that was released in like '55 and still like a song, like music from somebody that had music in 2003, like yeah, that long sure. span of music and still enjoy it. I suppose maybe your feelings for Cohen, yeah, of but, course. But I that's I think probably Cash is my Cohen, sure. You want me to play Wander? Yeah, it's, you can yeah. yet. the uh, The other thing that's good about this song is that the be- very beginning of the song about the first minute and a half is only Johnny Cash. So if you're listening to a U two song, you're like, "Where does Bono come in?" Then you're like, "Well, it takes a little bit. You got to give Cash." That's just, all right. That sounds like the you know Cash is thrown. Sounds
2: here. like the winner track on a U two album. <laughs>
0: That's two minutes into the song. We're still going yeah, we're still, all
2: Johnny. That's all right. It that's, wasn't that's very good. It wasn't very good. He was not not good. The song wasn't very good.
0: He wasn't bad, bad, not good? Not bad, bad, not good. Okay. All right. I have one more thing that I would like to bring up, and then I think we can wrap her up here. Now, you're familiar with the, the Bad Hair Day album?
2: Yeah, I saw you put that on there. You know
0: the song Hold Me... Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by You Too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a song uh, by Mr. Weird Al Yankovic called Cavity Search. <laughs>
3: Back, hearing people scream, sitting in the waiting room, reading crappy magazines. With a this is it.
0: Pretty great stuff, right there. Yeah, he really knows how to do it. Daddy does weird Al's the good band as always yes <laughs> absolutely so that song by Ki- uh U2 not by Kiss I'm sorry I didn't mean to say Kiss Whoa. is it Kiss is it Kiss it's Kiss that song by U2 was featured on the Batman Forever soundtrack um, in 1995 yep yeah, about yeah. also Bow featured on that Rosie O'Donnell's
2: brother <laughs> <don't know>
0: why <laughs> also featured on that is Seal Kiss from a Rose. Yes
2: right that's the main song from that
0: film Well, it oh, wasn't yeah. the old, it wasn't the lead single though the U2 what? song that's what was one everyone the lead remembers single. from it. Yeah, though. nobody knows the U2 song. Everybody knows <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. That's so weird. But there's also a cover by My- Michael Hutchins, who was the lead singer of NXS. Uh, and that's how he lived his life, really. But he did a cover What's of, his name? of Iggy Pop, that The Passenger. Really? On that soundtrack. Uh, and then there's also a, The Offspring did a cover of Smash It Up by The Damned. It's pretty good. Huh. Very bad movie. Pretty well, no, good soundtrack. It's That's good my favorite. Movie. It's, it's my movie. favorite
2: Batman movie. Really, yeah. really? Batman Forever. Yeah, because it's the one that came out when I was a kid, and I remember being like, and I watched it and I loved it. I loved yeah. that movie. Rosie O'Donnell's brother. Uh, see, well, I, I owned
0: uh, we while well, my my parents. Who's the owned woman who's in it? Who's Batman in it? that 1989, and I watched that on VHS. Like, well, a bunch I enjoyed of times. those as well. So like yeah. that was my first. Introduction I also had to that.
2: I mean, I, I wasn't. I mean, I had that on VHS. My dad had that on VHS, but it didn't come out when I was a kid. This That's came true. out when I was a kid. That's and I true. saw it in the theater when I was a kid. So. Who's isn't the woman in it? Who plays the love interest? It, isn't it Alicia Silverstone? Oh, that it is. Accurate. Oh, man. I love me some Alicia Silverstone. Well,
0: not anymore. She's not the same. She's just not the same. She's older now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you All remember
2: right. in that sh- movie with Brittany Murphy?
0: With Who? bernie murphy Brittany murphy <laughs> she's dead too yes she, she is yeah, wow thanks dead. for reminding yeah, me thanks
2: right you know that movie though.
1: eminem killed her i think
2: i think he did behind the crates at his work mm-hmm. he strangled her
1: what's that song or the album brian brian uh, brian you know <laughs> thank you <laughs> What, what Brian
0: what album did you do? Brian Eno did a lot of their production work. What the, was his first one? The first one I believe was Joshua Tree, if I remember correctly, but it may have been a case that he did not really come in until Rattle and Hum or Actung Baby. I was I, it was in that it was in that late eighties, early nineties era that they started becoming interested in adding more like dance and electronic elements into their music. And they really liked the ambience of Brian Eno. And so they started having Eno come in and do production work with them.
1: So I was looking at their collaboration. Yeah. Uh, He didn't want to do it. He, He was not super about it. He said that it wouldn't sound anything like U2 if he was involved. And they said, good, we don't want it to sound like U2. So his only job was taking the U2 away in that album. So it was a pretty good idea to have him.
2: I would agree. He's pretty good as a producer, anyway. Well, of course. He's touched all sorts of phenomenal things. Devo.
1: Oh. What about the cars?
0: You really, Talking heads as well. You really <laughs> would start with Devo out of Brian well, Eno's production he work He produced
2: <laughs> their debut. It's a phenomenal album. You all were supposed to have listened to it. I know Caleb did.
0: I definitely did.
2: You did? You did listen to it? Yes. You made me happy, June.
0: <laughs> all right. we ready to sound off? I guess. I will go first. Me Without You is the better band, in my opinion. Yeah, Me Without You is the be- the better band. Dex, I could not imagine. In my opinion. I couldn't imagine what Dex is going to pick. I'm going to choose U2. Oh, my right? Jared. I know. Listen, I like Me Without You, but Me Without You has not done Josh Petrie. That's a great album. Yep. U2 so has like had a longer period of time of success. They have had some failures, for sure. How
2: many great albums does Me Without You have, in your opinion?
0: Mm, probably three
2: or four. And how many does U2 have? One? Yes. Okay. But
0: Ooh. they have more uh, known songs. I I don't know. Uh, they're my pick, whatever. Okay, okay, fine. You don't have to justify it. Right. it?
1: Forget the poll. Uh, I'm going to say that U2 um, is the bad band of the year for me.
0: Of the year, oh of the year. Listen, I'm calling you right now. You're not going to be There's able to nobody. sliver that in at the end of the year. Just I'm wait. Sorry. I'm
1: going
2: to pick it, but not everybody. I'm going gonna... to choose someone awful. I'm going to choose someone awful, and then when you tell me how bad they are, I'm going to remind you that you've said this. Jared's going to Jared's going to vote for lotta <laughs> Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> I'll probably forget that we even did it. Maybe. I forgot that we'd <laughs> even done it. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Uh, yeah, me without you too. Or me without you. Good man. <laughs> God.
0: What did uh, what did Patreon have to say on this occasion? Uh,
1: unanimous. It was you too.
0: All right, over Oh boy, there. so
2: that's a tide then. Yeah. If we were to count everything up, I guess do yeah. no, 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 Patreon
1: gets no. one, one vote.
2: vote. The, only, the, you only three see to one. You'll see one vote.
1: I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's one vote. It's one
0: entity. If we have one person on Patreon or a hundred people on Patreon, if there's a point where that's we let Patreon decide who the good band is over us, the hosts, please don't out us.
1: If you want to have your vote, go to patreon.com/slash record roundtable, <laughs> and you could be the one deciding because you could just overpower us. I want to make a small announcement
0: here. Uh, Facebook has jacked us up real bad. Like they you know, have. we cannot do polls on the page anymore. So now, what you have to, if you want to vote, we're going to make it so you can vote on Patreon. You have to vote on Patreon and uh, pay for pay it, pay us, please. But you don't have to. I don't know what we're going to do. But I'm just it saying out. Facebook is not the one to do it anymore unfortunately. We're still going to have a free Facebook. poll that goes up after the Listen, episode. Listen, tweet we're... at Michael uh Zuckerberg. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, so Michael Zuckerberg. <laughs> tweet Michael Zuckerberg. Hold on. Let me repeat. Mike Mike Zuckerberg. Mike Zuckerberg. Mike? Tweet at Mark Zuckerberg and tell him Bring back the polls on record round, tweet at him, don't use his own platform, no, no, let can, him know. hashtag two. he's too busy looking at it uh, <laughs> yeah, hashtag Ru- You two Russian propaganda on, there, on Facebook to even be able to look at it all know?
2: right, Call up Zuckerberg, call beesbos and tell Beesbos to connect you through to him because they're pals. they are that way well, you can yell at are. both of them at the same time.
0: they're both living on their giant mound of money. that's right, mm-hm mm hmm all right. Keep looking for the polls though We'll yeah. make them work, we'll make them happen We'll find something to do Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band Let us know who you think is the good band Like us on Facebook uh, Follow us on the Patreon uh, Look for our YouTube channel, it's on there somewhere uh, Next week, we're doing JZZ Top Goodbye
1: Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Fun at your expense.